What was he like? You know, he had four daughters. You know, what was he like very with y'all? Protected. Oh, very protected. My dad thought us as kids until one day some of his friends came up to the house. And they was looking at, looking at us as young ladies. And i never forget, this guy told my dad, he said, my dad's name was Gus. He said, Gus, you sure got some pretty daughters. During the 1940s and early 50s, Dorothy Blackburn and her family lived at 1309 Lynn Street, somewhere between where the West End Branch Library and Richie's Restaurant sit today. My dad got up, went in his room, and got his bag. He said, if y'all ever look at my daughter, I would kill you. And that's the day my dad stopped having his friends come by the house. Hear her story in our 17th installment of the West End Stories Project. I'm Key, manager of the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Libraries West End Branch. Thanks for listening. Um, my mother was from Anson, Georgia. And my dad, my dad was from Selma, Alabama. When did they move here? I don't know. I was I wasn't born when they moved here. Mm-hmm. I had two sisters older than me, so I, I don't. I have no idea what year they came here. Both of Miss Blackburn's parents worked. Her mother was a cook, and her father was a steel worker at Newport Steel in Kentucky. My mother was a real quiet person. And she didn't do a lot of argument or nothing like that. Daddy was the opposite of my mother. Now, when he when he drink, he drinks on the weekend. He would come home and and try to argue with mama, but mama mama never would argue. Mama always said, "Can't no uh, can't nobody argue by himself." And when she said that, my daddy stopped arguing because he wouldn't get no row out of my mama. She just was she was just cool. My daddy can argue with you all day if it's necessary. I know when we ask for money from my daddy, he would give it to you, but he had to fuss while he's going into his pocket to give you the money. <laughs> and I was the type of person, if you got to fuss and give me something, I don't want it. But my youngest sister, she didn't care. She had her hand out. She said, Daddy, I don't care how much you fuss. I need my money. And she had her hand out for it. Miss Blackburn and her family lived in a two-room apartment at what came to be known as the Laurel Richmond Project, a swath of land bounded by Liberty, Lynn, and Richmond Streets that was redeveloped when I-75 was constructed. I I had some girlfriends living by a home in Lincoln Court, you know, but we never did live in it. What did you think about them? I thought they was nice. I wish we could have lived in there. But I think my dad, by working to steal me, I think he made too much money. I don't know. We just never did go into the, we never did go in there. My mother never did. I don't know what they, they applied for it. I don't know. See, back in them days, uh, parents didn't talk to the kids like what they had and what they didn't have. You know, they, they if they had a problem, it kept between the mama and daddy. Parents didn't know nothing, the kids didn't know nothing about it. Where did y'all live in the West End? 
Well, we started on 7th Street, but we end up on Land Street, down there uh, near the Riga Show. Mm-hmm. We live near the Riga Show, 1309 Land Street, right across the street from uh, St. Joseph's Church. That's when they had the, the nuns, the monks, the ones who wore the brown things, and they had, uh, you know, the, the sisters. And we was, we, was, we was up the street from... Uh, at, uh, y'all call it S. Charge. We call it a parkway thing. S. Charge Drive and near, and near the Rigger Show. Uh, block from the Rigger Show. Where were you in proximity to where this branch is now? I'm trying to, that's on Land Street. Near, we're on uh, Land and Ezra Charles. Yo, well, we, we was in the middle of that, uh, that block. In the middle. Because on the corner was the market. Then there was Grew Record Shop. Then there was uh see another store and then we had a little uh alley like way or interest way that, that we went upstairs to our apartment. And then on the first floor there was a fish shack. Then next to the fish shack it was a hairdresser and then there was a uh meat uh Joe's meat market. And then on the corner was a beer garden. Now in our apartment it was two two rooms. We had a bedroom and we had a kitchen. The bedroom was considered in the daytime was the living room. At night, Mama made it. We we had a couch. We turned and opened the couch up, and we had a bedroom. When the, when the, when they let the couch out, I slept on the couch. Me and my two sisters and my older sister had a a, a day bed, and then my mom and my daddy had a, a bed. So y'all slept in one room. Oh sure. Oh wow! Did y'all put up curtains or anything in between, or no? I mean, my mom and my daddy slept on the far end, and all us girls we slept on the other end. So no, there wasn't no curtain, nothing, nothing up like that. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We didn't do that like that. This is the olden days, baby. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just made it work. That, that's right. There was no privacy. Mm-mm. There was no food stamp. Was none of that stuff like that back in our days. Because in our days, your neighborhood and your, and your neighbors and your buildings, if they had something, you didn't mind going to their house and they would eat. They would come to your house and eat. If they have, if they want, if you need sugar, you go next door and say, Miss Bertha, can I have some sugar? And she would give you some sugar out of pocket. You know, we didn't, and on time we go to the grocery store when daddy got paid, but most of the time everybody bought things in the building. You know, you bought, Anything you want for somebody, your neighbor, your neighbor, because it was, it was three families on each floor. So you always had somebody, you had, always had some place to go to buy something for. Sugar, flour, anything like that. Altogether, Miss Blackburn has four siblings, three sisters, and a stepbrother who grew up in Alabama. Belma was the oldest. Jean was next to the oldest. I'm died, and then there was Lois. She was the baby, but she she raised more hell than anybody because she was just hard headed, and and Jean was too. When Mama would just whip us, I used to get my whooping first because I like to sit back and laugh at them when they get theirs. And my sister said, "Not you so stupid." Say when Mama whoop you, she got plenty of energy, but time she get to me, she don't got tired. And Jean would run all around the house, and me and my sister, we sit back and laugh at it. I told you, get your whooping early. 
and she would always do things, and 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 and, and we had a fire escape after that at our house, and she would go on that fire escape and go down to Miss Harrison. They lived on on the second floor also, and go into their one to go into their because they, they wouldn't always stay open. She would go into their uh, their apartment so she wouldn't get a whooping. But Mom would say, "That's okay. You gotta come back up here." And Miss Harris, you let her stay down that long. She couldn't. She said, Gene, you got to go home. And when Gene go home, Mama be waiting for her. Mama said, I'm not going to run out for you. I'll get you. <laughs> and she would, too. So my older sister, was, which was named Thelma, she took care of us, and she really raised us. Because when my mother got home, Thelma had did the cooking, did the cleaning, and did everything for me and my two other sisters. She was, uh, she was like, she's a second, a second mother. Because like I say, when mama left, mama said, Thelma, you in charge. And she was in charge. We did what she had told us to do. And if we didn't do it, she said, I'm gonna tell mama. She will whoop us, and then mama come home and whoop us. For elementary school, she attended Washburn, which was just two blocks up the street from her on Lynn Street. Uh, we love our home sweet country. We love our home sweet home. If we should love our Washburn, wherever we may go, we spend some happy days there and keep the golden room. And where we there, we Washburn school. I enjoy going to Washburn. You know, you line up in your uh, 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 what room, your room you was in, so you line up. You always had a leader in your line, and she would always come down the principal. Say good morning to all of us, you know, and everybody have a good day. She would come down every morning, and you know we we sing our song. We have a, a, a lady, I mean, a, a person directing the song, and after she said good morning, she would say, "All right, y'all, go to your classes." And then our teachers, we, we, the teachers would be down there with us, and you no know, teacher take turn. You no, know, your class go next, your class go next. File in line. That's how we left. But she always said good morning to us every day. The teachers was nice there, and Washburn was a nice school, and it's still down there. Unlike Washburn, Lafayette Bloom Junior High School was a 20-minute walk for her both ways every day. Well, I lived at Porter was up the street from me, you know, and I was closer to, to Porter, but I was in Bloom District. It went by district. And from Clark Street on over, you know what the Hippodrome was on Clark Street. From Clark Street over, we went to uh, went to Bloom. From over from the other side of Clark Street, they went to Porter. It's a nice walk to Lafayette it's Bloom. A long walk, and we and we was there on these kids got them made. They catching the bus and still can't get there on time. We walked to Bloom and we got there on time and we came home on time. Back in those days, we got poor cards. And your parents had to sign the poor cards. And your parents would look and see how many days you've been off, how many days you've been late. And my mother didn't play that. That's how we did. And I went to Bloom with one girl from Washburn all the way to Bloom, then went to Taft. We stayed together all them, all them years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we've been friends ever since, and we still friends. Like hundreds of families living in the West End at that time, her family relocated to new public housing developments in Millvale. 
I love I love I love all my school. I love Washburn. I love Brew. Our school I didn't care too much for was back in the day was Hughes. Back in our day, Hughes was not was just getting to be segregated. You know when I started going there, it wasn't that many blacks going to Hughes when I started, and uh, and there was no black teachers there, and so the white teachers there we came uh, we came from Millville to Bloom until uh, Hughes, and there was a lot of conflict between the whites and blacks there. So my mother didn't let us stay after Hughes so long, so we moved from Millville to Ninth Street. And when I got to Ninth Street, I went back to uh, Taft, and I was so glad. Why did y'all move to Millville? Well, we was getting older. My daddy wanted us to have a room by a, a, a little better than what he had before. They was coming down. We was coming around. The social workers was talking and told Daddy about the Western uh, Millville. They was building these houses out there, you know. And they was talking about how, how, how economic it was, you know, and things like that. And Daddy thought by us getting older, two rooms, you know, wasn't uh, enough for us. By his daughters, daughters are getting older. He wanted something a little better for us, and that's why we moved out in Millville. And we did well, like I say, Dad and them had a room, Mom and them had a room, we had a living room, we had a dining room, we had a kitchen. You know, we had a a, a little yard. You know, wasn't much, but it was ours. You know, and so they they, they thought it would be better for us, and it was until they started raising the rent. And when uh, my uh, my sister started working, the more you made, the more money they, they raised your rent. And that's why we left Millville and went to Ninth Street because they was raising our rent too high. And Daddy said, "No, it wasn't it wasn't right." So he took us out of Millville and put us uh, put us on Ninth Street. In general, Miss Blackburn and her sisters mostly kept to their block when they were kids. But when they got a little older, they went to Sunday dances. At St. Joseph Catholic Church. Did you have to pay to go to that dance? Oh yeah, but not but a nickel or a quarter. It wasn't a whole lot of money. Did you dance with anybody? We danced with each other, and then well, the girls well, see, we didn't do a whole lot of slow dancing back in them days. Cause well, like I say, I didn't I didn't deal I didn't mess with no boys till I got of age. We danced with girls, danced with each other, and some of the, some of the boys we knew we fast danced with them, but we didn't do no slow dancing with them. My mama taught us at early age to stay away from boys, and we did. We say hi to them, going about our business, but my mama didn't play that. We didn't think about boys like these kids think about. Eleven and twelve years old, boys was not on our mind. Thirteen to fourteen, boys was not on our mind. They did. Uh, we just our, our, our parents didn't play that at all, and they talked. They told us about boys a long time ago. What they say? Stay away from them. Stay away from them. And when she said that, you know exactly what she mean. Stay away. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the West End Stories Project. The Western Stories Project is brought to you by the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library and is co-produced by your host, Key, and our reference coordinator, Kent Mulcahy. 
If you like what you've heard, listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and help us get discovered by leaving a review. Thank you. Well, we had a man in our building. He was kind of spooky. Everybody would see him coming, and we and he he wouldn't say nothing to nobody. He'd just say hello, and every time we everybody see him, we would run and hide. We call him Mr. John. Why were y'all scared of him? Because he just looked so mean. And he, y'all leave me alone. Y'all got to get in front of my daughter's plan. You know, he was by himself, and if you remember down the steps, you run, you're making too much noise. You know. So we'd have tiptoed by his door and then run down the steps.